Romans 12, verse 12 says this, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Those of you who know me know I love verses like this. I love little verses that can be a great three-point devotional like you're getting today. Or a verse that just has one or two or four or five great thoughts that are very uh, clearly spoken and, uh, and, and just so plain and easy to understand so that we can see exactly what God is calling us to do in, in this short verse. And that's certainly the case with, with Romans 12, verse 12. It's a great passage, great chapter, very challenging book and study. But this passage, I think, helps us a lot today with everything that we're going through as we continue to fight this coronavirus pandemic, as we continue to pray for our leaders, our elders and our churches, our community leaders, our state and national and international world leaders. Um, this is a great verse for us to remember today, to remember all three of these very significant calls. Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. First of all, be joyful in hope. You know, Paul in Philippians 4 tells us, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Which is amazing because as he wrote those words to the church at Philippi, he was in jail. Uh, in Romans 12, it doesn't seem like he is in jail, but he will be before long. And his life will be taken and he's already been in jail at times and his life has already been threatened at times and he suffered physically and emotionally in a great way. And yet he says, be joyful in hope. Why is that? Well, because the hope that we have uh, and the joy that we have because of that hope, this world and its circumstances can't take away. Uh, that's something that comes from Jesus Christ. It's something that comes from having that, that great hope of the resurrection. This past Easter, we remembered that in a very special way. And I'm so thankful to live in a country and in a world, really, where people all around the world uh, consider that important empty tomb and the hope that it brings. We remember that on a daily basis. We remember that especially each Lord's Day, each Sunday as we remember the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord and remember his word and remember his return that will come one day. Be joyful in hope. But he says next, be patient in affliction. And that joy that we have that Jesus brings, that hope that we have that he brings, no one can ever say that, well, that means that he takes away all our suffering. We always get our way. We're always happy. We always have things work out the way we want them to work out. That's just not true. Even a casual reading of the Bible will help us be reminded that some of the most faithful men and women who have lived of all time have suffered and have hurt. Be patient in affliction. James 1 tells us to, to consider it joy when you suffer, when you suffer, when you're persecuted for your faith, because you know that when your faith is tried, it helps you to develop patience. Paul says that here, be patient in affliction. I, we find all kinds of things that can help us find encouragement in those times. The word of God, to be involved in Bible study. I'm leading a study right now on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. on my Facebook page. Uh, and it's about the Gospel of Matthew. 
and we'll go through a couple of chapters each each session on Tuesdays and Thursdays at four on my personal Facebook page and you're welcome to join in and to help us to be reminded of the great life and teaching the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ be patient in affliction being able to interact with other members of God's family gives us that reminder that people care about us and that people care about him and that they can encourage us and we can encourage them to be patient even in times of difficulty like we're in right now. And then thirdly, be faithful in prayer. Be faithful in prayer. Our shepherds here at West Irwin Church of Christ in Tyler have called us for 40 days of prayer that we're in the midst of and you're welcome to join us. And it's based in 2 Chronicles 7:14, where God calls on us to consider the difficulties of our nation, of our land, of our surroundings, and go to him in prayer to repent of our sins, to ask him to heal our land and to forgive. And so we pray at 7:14 in the morning or 7:14 in the evening, wherever you are, or both, morning and evening. Remember those words, remember that promise from God and be faithful in prayer and ask God to forgive us and pray that he will heal our land. You know, Jesus taught much about prayer and he taught a lot about being persistent in prayer, being faithful in prayer, telling parables about those who would continually seek the blessing uh, that was on their heart. Jesus tells us by his example as well to be faithful in prayer. Jesus prayed. He prayed all night before he chose his 12 apostles. He prayed all night at other times as well. In the garden before his death, he prayed over and over again. You know, there's a lot in the Bible that commands us and calls us to pray, including this passage in Romans 12, 12. But I can tell you as far as I'm concerned, the greatest call in the Bible to pray is simply this, Jesus prayed. And if Jesus, the Son of God, would find it worthwhile and important, even essential, to talk to the Father, then how could I not think the same? How could I not do the same? How could I not be faithful in prayer? Our peace, our joy, our faithfulness, our perseverance, our hope, none of these depends on our outward circumstances. Rather, in the midst of difficult circumstances, we can demonstrate these things by our actions, our hope, our joy, our perseverance and patience, our faithfulness. And I believe that this is one of the values that really separates the people of God from the rest of the world around us. You know, in our American culture here in this country, it's clear that, that people are willing to be hopeful and joyful and, and prayerful so long as things are going their way. But if they don't get to live the way they wanna live or if Jesus instructs them to deny themselves rather than to uh, fulfill every need and want that they have, when Jesus calls us to pray like he prayed in the garden before his death, not my will but yours be done, Father. Well, there's not, that's not a very popular thing. And when we suffer and when we are having difficult times, then instead of continuing to serve the Lord and to seek his blessing, 
there are others who will just turn away from God because he's not doing what they want. He's not acting the way they think God should act. But it's during those times when Christians, when people of faith, uh, especially let their faith be known. Because just like the Apostle Paul, just like Jesus of Nazareth, even in the midst of great difficulties, we can still be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. And others will be encouraged. They'll be encouraged by our joy joyfulness, bringing not from the outward circumstances, but from the hope that we have inside. They'll be encouraged by our patience and perseverance, even in difficult times of affliction and suffering. And they'll be encouraged by our faithfulness in prayer for ourselves and for our neighbor, for our nation and for our world. Let's bow for a moment in prayer. Thank you, Father, for the great world that you've created for us. What a blessing you've given us. You've given us life. And not just life in this world, but through Jesus Christ, life with you for eternity. Father, we know it's a difficult time in our world. It's a difficult time in our nation, in our communities. And we pray for your healing hand to be seen. Father, forgive us of our sins, and they are many, and they are great. And not just the sins of our nation, and not just the sins of our leaders, but Father, my sin is great. And so, Father, we pray that you would forgive. And we pray that you would see the difficulty and the suffering and the hurt. And that you would come and that you would act and that you would heal our land. Thank you, Father, for those brave, brave people that are seeking to help. Whether they're providing food or stocking shelves or making deliveries and delivering mail and packages. Or perhaps in hospitals and nursing homes other places where they are trying to help and trying to heal. Bless them. Bless their families that are so worried for them. Bless our leaders, our national leaders, our state leaders, our community leaders, the leaders of our world. Bless them, Father, with wisdom, with compassion, with strength and courage to do the right things and to seek your will and the good of their people. And so, Father, as your people, we pray that you would help us to be strong during these times, to be humble during these times. Help us, Father, to be joyful, joyful in hope, to be patient even in affliction, to be faithful in prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.